All right, everyone, welcome to the inaugural Winners at War podcast, the exclusive podcast for the Winners at War Dynasty League. We're your hosts. I'm Jin, and we got we got your boy Lance. So, Lance. What up? <laughs> What's how up? You, how, how you doing, man? Pretty good, man. It's been a good two weeks so far. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, some people, everybody's on a different track, I guess, so. Right. Uh, I st- I'm still having a good time, even though I'm at the bottom of the barrel. It's still right. fun. I mean, it's a long season, man. So, <laughs> yeah, and it's a long dynasty. Hopefully, it's going to be going on for years and years. So. Years. Just the beginning. <laughs> yep. So basically, this podcast, what we're gonna, what we're trying to do is just make it a little, you know, fun for you guys and kind of discuss certain things that's going around the league. So I'm thinking. You know, discuss week what happened a little bit during week two, some of the player movements, if there's anything on the trade block, discuss our weekly power rankings that we, you know, come out with every week. And I want to kind of spotlight a certain matchup of the week for this coming, this um, coming week three. I have a few, we have a few um, matchups that we can um, vote on or discuss or whatnot, but we'll, we'll do that at towards the end of the show. How does that sound? Right on. Real quick, I want to shout out Micah and myself for making actual team names and adding avatars to our league. So shout out Micah, um, David. You're <laughs> halfway there. You know, you you made your team name, but you're still you still have that that weird sleeper bot thing going on there. And then Micah and Mike, you guys got the avatars, but let's get some creativity going on the name. The rest of you, come on now. Right, I, I gotta get that going too, man. So you know, yeah, it's, been, it's been busy. <laughs> I didn't want to call you out personally. You're definitely one of them. Hey, we're we're getting this going, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And also, one special shout out, Mike. Congratulations! I saw on Instagram that you are expecting another little one. So oh, right. congrats on that. Nice. Two under two squad. Here we go. <laughs> but with that said, let's. Let's start it up. I mean, so I'm looking at some pretty close matchups here in week two. Um, let's start off from the beginning. I mean, Jin, Javante's Inferno versus Mikatron's pouring out for my homies. I mean, close one, you know, low scoring, but <laughs> looks like you came out with the win. Yeah, un- unexpectedly, you know, like low scoring for sure. I thought Mikatron was going to just, just destroy me, but... I got I got a little lucky there, or unlucky, depending on what side you're looking at it. Right. Um. Let me just open up Sleeper real quick. Oh, by the way, I hope you guys are enjoying Sleeper. Um. It's my first time on it, and I just really like the app. So I'm just gonna open this up. Uh, we're all open to feedback and stuff too. You know, if you, what you guys are liking and disliking. Um. For sure. For sure. This, yeah. Yeah, for now, Sleeper has been awesome. Like, very easy to get in and out, check things out. Um, I like that the the message board is integrated in the app. So that's that's been awesome. Right. Yeah, so I'm looking at your first week matchup or second week matchup with uh, Micah. Tough losing your QB, man. Um, you know, football is a brutal game sometimes. But, hey, I mean, the rest of your team carried you through to that win, mainly Tyreek Hill. Oh, yeah, it was all Tyreek. Tyreek, I think, <laughs> Tyreek. scored uh, third, uh, at least a third of my points. <laughs> so right. He, he, he is looking very good in that Miami Dolphins uniform. Uh, we'll move to the second one, then. It's me versus uh, David right here. Um, shoot, I look like my team was, 
you know, doing all right. And then, yeah, but it was Waddle and Wentz. Wentz, man, who could have oh, seen yeah. that coming? <laughs> I think he's a top three QB right now. He's They're QB3. just slinging the ball all over oh. the place, man. <laughs> Their defense is terrible. So, you know, that just equals more offensive put out on the fantasy end. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we all know that Wentz isn't uh, what you would call a good quarterback, but he's getting it done. I mean, he's fantasy. getting it done. The next matchup, we got Andy versus Mina, Team Fakahats versus Team Mina IB. Um, this was honestly a surprise. I did not see this one coming, uh, but Tua, Tua balled out for sure. Balled out. Six Going. touchdowns, I mean, 50 burger. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, what more can you say? I mean, <laughs> I mean, you benefited from that with Waddle, and I definitely benefited that from Tyreek. And man, nobody saw that coming. Came through, right? I mean, looking at Mina's team, I mean, looks like most of his team underachieved a little bit, and, and that's just part of the part of the game. I part guess. of the game, man. Still looking strong, though. Still, Still looking, looking good, strong. right? I mean, yeah. it doesn't help when your wide receiver, you know, gets ejected from the game. So uh, maybe oh, yeah. bounce back week three. All right, next then, matchup. Yeah, next one. Darrell eight oh eight, uh, facing Team R Fukumit. Uh, looked like it was a pretty close matchup, a little low scoring too. But I mean, yeah, we had we had a QB war. We had Hertz versus Murray in that one. That was a that was two. You know, Hertz put up thirty five. Murray put up twenty seven. It was it was a great one on one battle there. I mean, it looked like, you know, the running backs kind of low scoring this week, but that's why we play deeper, deeper leagues. So you have multiple positions, you know, so looks like Montgomery and the flex really, really uh, catapulted uh, Daryl to the win there. All right. Last matchup. Oh, these guys scored a ton of points. This was the, this was the matchup this of the week. This was the week, <laughs> matchup of the week. Yeah, it looks like these two teams, man. I mean, I think they'll be very successful, I mean, throughout the season if their their teams keep performing the way that they do, but a lot of a lot of standouts, you know, Amon Ross St. Brown um on Mike's God. team, right? Like both teams looking strong, two two strong QBs too, so yeah, we'll keep an eye out for the season how these teams do. Yeah, what I really like about both these teams is that they have their their quarterback studs and Josh Allen and Justin Herbert, like two of the best. We got Joe's in here, team crisis averted, got the Diggs Allen stack, which is, which you know when it goes off, it is. It goes. Off. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it looks like they're the top fantasy team. I mean, so far oh, yeah. this year. I mean, you want pieces of Buffalo. Um, yeah, they seem like they're locked in. And, I mean, this is Dynasty, guys. These guys can be rolling for a long time. So, uh, yep, nice stack yep. going on. And also, I mean, Mike's, Mike's Herbert, Mike Williams stack might not be as prolific, but they can, they can we'll work, see. They can I mean, work they some can, magic as well. They can put up some big bomb weeks. So, we'll see. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, both of those teams looking extra strong as well. So, good job. Good job, Crisis Averted. Almost hitting that 200 mark. Obviously, Team Crisis Averted was the best team of the week, scoring 198 points. Doubling, more than doubling up, the worst team of the week. Sorry about <laughs> that. Mikatron, 94.5. I mean, it happens. I think your team, once the injury bug, you know, 
ends ends there and you get all your guys back, I think you'll still have a right? good team. Right? It's there. a it's a long season, man. I mean, anything can happen. One week your team's putting up two hundred, the next week your team's putting up ninety something. So, I mean, it's we're trying to find consistency here. So we'll, we'll see if there you know things will shake up later later in the season. For sure, for sure. And then we got we're talk we talked a little bit earlier about the players of the week. Um, sleeper, they had Tua as the as the QB of the week, going for fifty, and then we had Nick Chubb putting up thirty against the Jets. We had Stephon Diggs putting up almost forty, man, and Mark Andrews, tight end of the week, putting up twenty one. He you. was uh, the standout tight end. All the other tight ends were kind of, you know, Trash. in the dumpster. <laughs> yeah, Trash. you know, you can talk to me about that because I have Kyle Pitts, and oh man. It's tilting over here. But <laughs> hey, it's, he, it's all he, right. He he's still he's still warming up. He's still warming up. Yeah, he's still warming up exactly. And then moving on, and we're looking at the there's sleeper has this awesome you know, recap thing going, and Mike Malachi. I mean, I mean, I I gotta I feel bad, man, because you were the most efficient manager. You had the you know the highest points in the loss. You would have beat any other team except for right, Dolphins. right. Oh, That's how it is. That, some weeks it is. It is. You ever wonder? Because so, normally, like we're on Yahoo, right? And every fantasy football manager knows the feeling of like your bench going off, right? So I mean, this mm-hmm. most efficient manager just means that Mike just got all his points like he started the right people i i mean i i yeah. mean I, I like that feature and then going on to least effective manager i mean jen i mean <laughs> you know this feeling of people on your bench going off and you're like oh, yeah. damn i should have started that dude like i like how they they spit this out like for us weekly oh for sure like that that i mean it just shows like you know you might have the best roster and you could still put up a put up a junk lineup of Mike, you right. did everything right. And yet the fantasy God still kind of, kind of came down on you. But <laughs> we I, mean, all know, I we think all know brighter days ahead, yep. brighter days ahead. And obviously this week was actually really close because the biggest blowout was less than 20 points. So Daryl, I guess, I guess you call it a blowout beat Ryan by about 17 points. And that wow. was the biggest blowout of the wow. week. And that's, that's kind of that's pretty impressive on our week uh, parody wise. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Granted, if Mike challenged somebody else, then there would have been two huge blowouts. So <laughs> it, it is what it is, right? Right. I mean, I, I mean, we're talking about leagues and stuff. There is an option for us to play two games a week. So they have like this thing called. Um, competing versus the league average so it would take all of our scores and um, it would have an average and you would compete solely versus that average so right now Mike's pulling up an, an O in week uh, you know a loss in week two but he would definitely beat the the average so his score this week would actually be one in one you know oh. I mean it's interesting we can talk about it in the off season, but there is like those things to kind of even out those weeks where your team performs really well you know but you're still handed a loss because the other team went off too so I don't know okay. what's fair but I mean sleeper has all these cool options that you know we can talk about later oh definitely so that will definitely we can go over that sometime in the off season 
Uh, we'll have the rules committee. We'll have some voting. Yeah. We'll get we'll get some of these these things uh, straightened out for next year. Yeah. Hey, I mean, we're always shout improving. out sleeper. Yep. <laughs> and going on there, uh, Josen was the overachiever of the week. I mean, projected for one thirty, so not too shabby, but going well above and beyond, scoring one ninety eight. That's that's just crazy. Crazy. That's- I mean, Josh Allen. Nick huh. Chubb, Stefan Diggs. How many Rick 30 Turf. pieces did he have, yep. man? <laughs> just really, really strong across the board. Across the board. I mean, his team. Yep. And Mina, again, shout out. I, you're, you just had one of those weeks. You are the underachiever of the week. Um, but, you know, your team your team is still strong. You were the preseason strong. favorite. And, yep. and, you know, nothing – Nothing so far to kind of dissuade that too much. Nope, not not time to panic yet. Nope, but not, I not mean, yet. it's only week two. <laughs> we got a long way to go. Yep, yep, yes, sir. So let's now move on to um, the power rankings that we kind of put up weekly. Um, we just go over some of the changes, some some of the risers, some of the fallers. Um, you guys can read the the comments, the details. You don't, we don't need to right. bore you with that, but. I mean, Josen taking the number one spot. I mean, what yep, I think well-deserved. Yeah, up from two for last week. So, I mean, he was up there already, but well-deserved. Well-deserved. Yep. Yep, definitely well-deserved. And um, Andy, you know, we I, I feel like it was like a wait-and-see for Andy's team because his quarterbacks, you know, it wasn't right. – they, they didn't look strong in the beginning of the year. So – but he kept kept putting up Ws because his skill position guys are just so so Super strong. Super strong, yep. And then and then Tua comes out with a fifty piece, and that just boom, you know what I mean? So the recipe Andy for jumped, success, right? Exactly. <laughs> Andy jumps up to number two, jumped up four spots, so that was tied for the the highest rise. So congrats, Andy. Um, Mina dropped two spots. I mean, he was. The king at number one. I I thought he wouldn't get knocked off this perch for a long time, but it's one of those weeks. And with with how strong Josen's team and Andy's team looked, I mean that's just what had to happen during this week's power rankings. What right. do you think about that? I mean, I totally agree. You know, I mean Mina's team still looking like one of the top contenders, but I mean you have two teams that just performed so well this week, so got no problem with yeah. that. Yep, I mean you're still top three, Mina. I, I still believe. I still believe. Call me if you need a trade. <laughs> and uh, right, and then hot take. I don't know if you. I don't know if you might agree with this kind of take, but Mike, even though he lost, he I moved him up three spots from number seven because um, his. I mean, you just, have to, right? <laughs> Would you agree? Because I mean, some people would say that's a hot take for an zero and two team to move up, but I come on, man, that team was balling. I mean, if I mean, if you look, I mean, this you know, check out these power rankings, guys, because I mean, it has a lot on this chart. Like, it has points per game, you know, which is I, I love that. Like, look at Josen at the top, one hundred and seventy-eight points per game. Per game. I mean, granted, two weeks, you know, um. I mean, it's only been two weeks, but I mean, Mike's team, 140 points per game. I mean, he ha- his team has to be ranked in, you know, where it's at. I mean, totally agree with that spot. All right. I'm glad you agree. But, but if you ever, you know, if you ever have to push back, just let me know because this is just <laughs> my opinions. And and I'm 
I I tend to be wrong a lot of the times because look where I'm at right now. You know I, mean? <laughs> I mean, and then one and one, <laughs> one and oh, one and one. I'll take the win. And Lance, you moved up four spots. Right, I was number nine. I was right next. <laughs> I was right next value, man. Last week, you know, nine and ten, but I mean, strong showing this week. I mean, my yeah. number one pick, JT. You know, less than seven points, but I mean, so, Wentz, man, QBs. Super flex. I mean, it just adds so much different types of scoring opportunities. So that's that. Yeah, dude. That was, I know. If, if someone said JT would score seven, I'd be like, oh, sorry, Lance. Lose. You're staying, at, you're staying at nine with <laughs> three, But no, that was, that was a very impressive win. And it's Carson Wentz, man. Carson Fantasy Wentz. Slinging studs. It. I'm slinging it. To everybody except for Scary Terry. I don't know. <laughs> hey, they, I mean, they got a bunch of weapons, man. <laughs> they do now. They do. do. <laughs> and then we got number six, Daryl. I mean, another one of those rare, you get the dub, but you still drop a, you drop a spot. I mean, it's it's just the, the luck of the draw, man. Mike Mike and Lance's team just just balled out. And no, no disrespect, Daryl, you still – I think when, you know, push comes to shove, you still have a very strong team. Um, hopefully, hopefully your uh, number one pick, um, Chase, can get can get better looks and Burrow can be protected better. But your team still looks looks really strong. I mean, I mean, looking really strong, I mean, with his hurts and just balling out. But I mean, oh, I just yeah. I just noticed that Darrow has a lot of, you know, bangles, you know, Mina, shout out to Mina. You know Chase and Joe Mixon, and honestly, like the first couple of weeks, they haven't been looking, you know, like how people are expected them to look. So, um, is the Super Bowl hangover? I don't know, but I mean, I'm sure they'll pick it up. And if they pick it up, then Daryl's team's gonna pick it up too. I agree with you. I mean, the Bengals, man, they they invested all that money in the offensive line, and it doesn't seem like not it's, showing yet. It's helped. <laughs> I mean, for all the talent Joe Burrow and the squad has, I mean, they gotta they gotta have a little more time. Right, right. And looking looking at Daryl's roster, I mean, it looks. I mean, Camaro was out, and he still picked up the W. Right. And then in week six or week seven, DeAndre Hopkins is gonna come back. So if he can just hold the fort until then, he could still make a huge, strong push towards the end of the season. Totally agree. And then we got number seven. Another one of O and two team Dawson blocks David. I had to bump him up one because, I mean Lamar Lamar Jackson. I mean that's all I had to say. We could have just, <laughs> just left it with Lamar Jackson and and he would have bumped up a spot. I mean, geez, that guy was just ridiculous yesterday. Electric man. Yep. I mean not. There's only a handful of QBs that can just put up those kinds of numbers, and he's one of them, man. So, I mean, that's why in this Superflex dynasty, what did we see in our draft? It was stud QB, stud QB, stud QB. So, he's in that grouping. So, I'd love to have him on my team, but looks like David got some, you know, a good QB for a very long time. Yeah, question for you. So, like, looking back now, Lamar balling like this. I know it's only been two weeks. But what did David get him at five or four? Ooh, was it five? I, I think it was four. Um, if you guys want to see the draft results, you just have to click on settings, and you can you can go back and see how we drafted and look like back at you know 
your team and wondering if you made the right choice or not. But looks like he got him at five. <laughs> got him at five. Right. So I mean, yeah. Ooh, that. Well, I mean, it's early. It's early. It's still he early. Looks you know, like he went. Kyler, right now. Kyler Murray went ahead of him. He's still kind of warming up. You know, it don't, don't got all his weapons. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. and then you got Patrick Mahomes, Herbert, and Allen. I mean, debatable. Like, take your pick. You know, um, these. Yeah, I agree. I would love to have any of these dudes on my team. <laughs> oh, definitely, definitely. I, I, I only, I can only dream. I, <laughs> I mean, I'm not. Everybody knows. All these guys know. I try to get one of these quarterbacks after the draft. I try to offer a boatload of stuff, and all got denied for well, good reason. But I mean, we're in a dynasty, boys, and could you could be the one next manager to draft one of these studs QBs and have them for freaking 10, 15 years. So, I mean, we got a long way to go, guys. So, yes, we do. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Now, moving on to number eight, we got Ryan's team, Team Arc Fukumit. I mean, drop four spots. He. I look at his team and I see a lot of, I see potential there. Um, but he, you know, it's, it can swing either way for his team. There's, we'll see. Work in progress, Ryan. Yep. I mean, there's a lot of teams right now that, you know, if you look, I mean, I've, that has a lot of holes, you know. I mean, my team got holes. A lot of team have holes. So it's going to be interesting to see as like, you know, the trade deadline comes on. Who wants to compete? Who's, you know, looking to the future? If, like, managers will be willing to trade and improving their team. But, I mean, two good QBs. I mean, Wilson, what do you think about Wilson so far? Not so impressive with the with the Broncos, I must say. But, I mean, new team. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, we'll give him some time. But it. Yep. I thought he would just come out and just just start slinging it and slinging it mile but high but well, I, I mean he seen doesn't it have yeah his I mean his weapon he never had Tim Patrick I guess that's <laughs> something and and Judy got hurt in week two so we'll see when he's fully fully stocked up with weapons right but it's I mean early. Ryan's teams looks really really strong with his two solid solid QBs so gotta yeah. yep still looking solid Yep, if you got two if you got two top twelve QBs, you you can win any week, any any day, right? So I mean he, he always has a chance. Right. All right, and moving down to number nine, our biggest, biggest drop slip of the week. Yep. <laughs> goes to Micah. Pour one out for my homies. I mean, you lost to me, Micah. A team that I'm I'm trying to tank, and and you lost to me, so I had to drop you down, bro. Um, Right. (laughs) And the the crazy thing is, when I was doing last week's power rankings, I was really debating where to put Micah because he did win last week, Mm -hmm. but he did he scored he scored barely over a hundred even last week, so I didn't really know where to put him, and I think the market corrected itself this week Uh, right i mean i mean i I gotta agree i mean there's there's teams that look in a little stronger i mean look at micah's uh points per game average i mean below 100 i mean you have other teams scoring you know 130 and 140 and josen up at 180 so i mean you can't argue the results thus far 
um, this early in the season. So I, I gotta gotta go with it. Yeah, but I mean, looking at Micah's roster, I mean, he, I don't think he. It was a it was a plan. I think he was he's going to be stronger later in the year because he he drafted J.K. Dobbins, Cam Akers early. So those are two running backs that you know coming off major injuries that are going to take a while to get into it. Um, it sucked that George Kittle. I mean, week one he's out already, so he's right been, he's been out two weeks. And if you're putting oh, up I nothing, didn't yeah, I didn't see you know Micah got George Kittle stash so. I mean, yeah. team just got to get healthy and then maybe move on up on those power rankings. Right. It, it's unfortunate when your backup tight end scores the same amount as your injured tight end. <laughs> Albert, Albert O with a big zero. Yeah. You're going to have a tough week if that happens all the time, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for sure, man. I mean, not that he scored that much more than Kyle Pitts. I mean, that much less than Kyle Pitts. Right. <laughs> but anyway, Micah, number six. It's okay. I, I still think your team looks strong. Just wear, weather the storm the first few weeks. Hopefully, CMC's workload goes back to CMC levels. Um, Baker needs to learn how to check it off to, you know, his best player a little bit, I think, instead I totally of agree. going, I don't know, man. Baker. Non-biased open, opinion. <laughs> open your eyes, Baker. Open your eyes. But um, at the end of the day, Micah still has Mahomes, so yes, looking, looking good. Yep, and Mahomes showed it in week one. He basically carried the team to a win. So, right. Yep, and then last but not last, actually last and certainly the least is my team, Javante's Inferno. Lost trade. I mean, man. there's, I mean, no movement here. I mean, the only team with no movement. So, I mean, Jin, I mean, Trey Lance, I, mean, I know it hurts, but I mean, Jimmy G was looking pretty good out there. Yeah, it, he was. He was. It, it, it's just unfortunate that I don't have Jimmy G on my team. <laughs> <laughs> was the first I thing mean, you looked at was the was the waiver wire to see if no, he was there? No. <laughs> so, story of the draft. So, I, actually, I was talking with Ryan while we were drafting, and he drafted Jimmy G, and I was like, Oh, oh so you knew. Right? So <laughs> yeah. I I try to get him. I try to get him during the draft. Like, let's let me get him and. I don't know. He, you know, he he's a smart man, so he right. refused my offer. <laughs> um, looking at my team, Trey Lance done for the year. Kyle Pitts, I don't know what's going on over there. Um, but Tyreek Hill, he's he's gonna fetch me some 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 assets going down down the line. I think. So, I mean, I think coming into this season, you know, there's some question marks regarding you know Tyreek Hill. Like, I mean, lose when you lose Mahomes. I mean. There obviously has to be some question marks, right? But man, are those dolphins looking? Those wide receivers just Ooh. looking pretty strong. So, I mean, I gotta agree with you, man. He's a he's a top wide receiver in this league still. Tell you about it. Yep. All the questions were answered in those. He's one of those. Weeks. He's one of those dudes that can just win you your week by himself. And I mean, we seen it last week. What did he have? Like forty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I will. and Waddle just came up and just matched him like yard for yard, touchdown for touchdown. So that's right. I mean, scary. I mean, nineteen targets last week for Waddle and just bombing touchdowns to Tyreek Hill. So I mean, we'll see if Tua can keep it up. But I mean, Tua's on Addy's team, and you know, at the beginning, his his QB room was looking kind of thin. But if Tua can keep this up, man, I mean, 
anything can happen and it's looking like his team's going to be really strong in the end. Yeah, that was always the question. Can his quarterbacks keep up with his skill players? And if, yeah, if Tua is, I mean, not, not going to put up 50 a, a week, but if Tua can be a top eight quarterback, then, yep. I mean, his Those two is, should be fine, yep. Especially with Justin Jefferson leading the way. I mean, yeah, that team looks good. Yep. So, segueing on, I mean, since we're talking about team, Andy's team, Team Flakahats over here, I did a little poaching t- last week, and I mean, my mind, it feels good to get Traylon Burks for a third round pick. It was awesome. I, I tried mean, to poach, I think I tried to poach like five players, and this was the one that slipped, one that got, got to me. So I'm very right. excited. I mean, it's one of those like rules that I was thinking about in the beginning, you know, and it's just one of those things where, I mean, if I think of, I think of um, taxi squads as like your t- uh, your practice team, right? I mean, we're all new to this, and I think poaching is such a dynamic idea. To if you want someone off of someone's taxi squad, or I mean, like Mina, he had Brees Hall in his taxi squad, and yep. we feel like he's a pretty top dynasty asset. So, I mean, if you want to have him move him to the active bench, which is what you did, then you know there's some strategy behind that too. So. I mean, poaching seems like, I mean, you're the first one to get some great value for it. So, I mean, write your name down in the history books. Yep, yes, sir. Traylon Burks was a first-round pick, got him for a third-rounder next year. I mean, can't go wrong with that. Right. So, I mean, keep up with the updates. I mean, I try to, you know, get information out to you guys. But, I mean, keep, keep those taxi squads, you know. Um, keep an eye on those guys. Yes, definitely keep an eye on that. So moving on here, let's just I just want to go over a couple, you know, things for next week. We got Mike Evans suspended for a week. Um, some injuries. We already mentioned Trey Lance. Um, Jerry Judy, how does Jerry Judy look? I think he's questionable and I'm not sure if he's gonna play next week, Lance. Right. I mean, I I don't know. I mean um, originally, it was like a shoulder or I, th- I think it got kind of like uh, reported as a rib. But I think he's day to day. I mean, we'll see. I mean, Thursday, Friday practices are what to look out for if your dudes are playing. So we'll see. Yep. And DeAndre Swift, you know, same injury as last week, but I'm pretty sure he's going to play. Same with Leonard Fournette on Team Andy. Um, Gabe Davis was a was a scratch for Monday night. So we'll keep an eye on that. Yep, I think I think he's practicing again limited, so I, th- I think he'll okay. be all right for week two. But, I mean, yep, got to monitor that one. Okay, and Herbert was practicing. I think he was throwing, so I, yep. he's going to no, play. Yeah, he's, gonna he's play. playing. He's playing. No worries. Yep. Alvin Kamara came back to practice, so I think he's good to go. Mm-hmm. Um, Keenan Allen, Michael Pittman for Dawson Blocks. We'll monitor that along with James Conner. Um, be, be weary because who knows? Keenan Allen still has the hamstring and James Conner. I don't know if he's going to play next week. I don't know. I mean, I think uh, it was reported that he was just doing some stretching today. So, I mean, it's only Wednesday. So, if he, I mean, if he doesn't practice tomorrow, then I'd, you know, try to get some alternatives going because Thursday's practices are, like, the ones to watch out for. Right. And I saw you picked up the Daryl Williams on the waiver wire. 
or actually he was he made it all the way to free agency. So you picked him up, dropped Mike Davis. Good move. I mean, come on. Just, like, yep, irrelevant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> irrelevant, but I mean, who knows? He might actually give you at least one week, maybe, maybe. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> it was a stash. It was a stash. Yeah, it was a stash for sure. Um yeah, let's move on now to a matchup of the week. So I got three matchups that you can choose from. So I got your team against Andy's team. That's a pretty juicy looking matchup. I got Daryl's team versus versus David's team. And then I got Micah's team versus Josen's team. You wouldn't think Ooh. the one versus nine is um this is all based off of you know their point projections and whatnot. But Right, right. Let me let me pull this up real quick. So basically, um we're going to look – you're thinking if we look at one matchup and we're just going to yeah. talk about it, see what we think, like look at some matchups. Um, I don't know. I kind of want to – I kind of want to talk about uh, this Daryl and David matchup. I think that matchup would be pretty good. All right. Yeah, let's let's go at it. I mean, yeah, you picked the QB battle. You picked like these two guys can lead each team in rushing. Jalen Hurts yeah. versus Lamar Jackson. Right. So that, so this, I think this matchup all comes down to basically the health of both teams. Cause James, like we talked about earlier, James Connor, Keenan Allen, Dawson Knox, all questionable. Michael Pittman, that's just on David's side. The other side, we have Alvin Kamara, who's questionable. Um, so, and TJ Hawkinson is questionable as well. So, um, um, yep. I mean, Scrolling down too on um on uh David's team, Michael Pittman coming back. I mean, he's he's a you know big part of David's team too. So I agree with yeah. you, man. Health. So I mean, if Michael Pittman and Keenan Allen are healthy and come back, I gotta give the edge Oof. to David. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think I mean if you're looking at just the projected matchups points right now, you know, I mean, Daryl's one and one. Um, David started um zero and two, but um had some injuries in week two. I mean, Daryl's projected about one thirty five, and um David's projected about one twenty eight. But that's with you know Pittman on the bench, and yeah. you know Connor kind of getting that questionable tag of you know is he playing or not. So, I mean, if Pittman is playing, I mean. Uh, Davis team's looking strong, but I mean Daryl's team's no slouch either. I Don't mean, forget Daryl has Kamara on the bench right now too. So if Kamara gets that added, is also true. That's another boost for them. I mean, so. I mean, when it comes, I I also look at matchups too. I mean, look at look at Hertz. He's playing Washington. You know, dream matchup. And then yes. you know we're talking about uh, um, Daryl's Bengals. I mean, they're playing the Jets. So, I mean, they could have some huge games against the Jets, you know. So, it's going to be a close one. You're right. You're right. When it comes down to it, I think I think if whoever does better between Jalen Hurts and Lamar Jackson is going to win this Yep. Matchup. I think it's the matchups. I mean, I, you got to watch the QB matchups. You know, Hurts versus Jackson. And if you scroll down, uh, Stafford versus Rodgers, you know. I mean, oh, yeah. Rodgers is playing versus Tampa Bay, which, I mean, at Tampa Bay, which seems like a tough matchup. And um, Rams versus Cardinals, that could be high scoring. So, And he yeah. also has the stack with Allen Robinson. So, ooh, should be a close one. But I'd give a, I think I would lean David's way in this week. 
uh, that's two of us, man. Sorry, Daryl. <laughs> well, both of us are gonna we're gonna learn lean David and we'll see you know, if you can luck, pick up both and teams. win. Yeah, good luck. Yep. And one final segment that I wanna I wanted to kind of run by or give it's kind of a game here. Uh, it's called player X versus player Y. So we're I'm basically I kind of look through the projections of each player um, that's in our league and kind of looked at certain positions and see which one you would think is going to outscore the other because so we have the battle for QB twelve. So okay. Tua, Tua and David Carr, they're both projected for twenty point eight points. Wow. And that's uh-huh. one of them is QB 12 and the other is going to be QB 13 based on these projections. So if you have to choose, are you going Tua or are you going Carr? Ooh, that's a tough one. I mean, Tua coming off that huge game um, versus the Ravens. And I mean, who is Carr playing this week? Carr is actually playing the Tennessee Titans who Ooh, which just got Boat raced by, <laughs> by the Bills, right? Um, shoot, I mean, it's a and tough two one. Is but... challenging, and two is challenging the Bills that, that Ooh, defense. That... You know what, then? I'm going to take Carr on this one. I think they have a bounce-back game for Devontae Adams. I mean, first week, how many targets did that guy have? Like oh, 17, yeah. 18. So I'm looking at matchups, and I, I kind of like, uh, car um, in this next week over Tua versus, versus the Bills, man. The Bills defense looks fire. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Carr in this one. Okay. So, we'll put that on the board. We'll, we'll keep, I'll keep track of your, your predictions okay. uh, throughout the podcast. We'll just, yeah, we'll see you next we'll week. <laughs> I like it. Okay. So, the next one is Battle for RB7. So, Leonard Fournette and Derrick Henry are both projected for 16 points in our in in sleeper so who do you think is gonna have the better fantasy fantasy day leonard fournette or derrick henry i mean this one's this one to me is easier than the first one i i definitely i mean definitely gotta go with fournette in this one in a half ppr league especially since um mike evans is gone for this game too so i think the bucks will lean more heavily on the run game and Honestly, I have Henry in a couple of leagues. He hasn't been that impressive this year. So, got to go with Fournette in this one. Wow. He, and I thought this would be a little bit harder for you, but but slam dunk Fournette. I mean, half PPR, I think, really puts him over the top. Right. I mean, I, I who who's uh, who's Henry playing this, this week? The uh, Titans, I think, are playing the Raiders. The Raiders? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, he, I mean, he hasn't looked that good these first two weeks, but I mean, he's obviously King Henry. I would not surprise if he ran all over him, but I mean, I, in a half PPR, I got to go with the running back that catches, uh, yeah. balls from Tom Brady. So give me four net. And, and we're not saying Henry's going to be a scrub either. We're talking RB seven no. versus RB eight. So that's, I mean, I that's... could easily, yeah, we could easily see these guys in the top you know, three. I mean, they have, they're both capable yeah. of that, but yeah. I Definitely. Mean, we'll see. And the last one that I want to go with is wide receiver, the battle for wide receiver 24. So mm-hmm. we're going a little bit down the line here. I mean, we're all playing <clears throat> wide receiver 24s anyway. Those are top, that's top 
24 receivers. Right. Every We got to have them. So we got Christian Kirk versus DK Metcalf. Sleeper has both of them projected for 10.4 fantasy points. Ooh, you got? That's a tough one. Um, I'm looking at the Seahawks playing the Falcons this week. And then who is the Jags playing? The Jags are playing Jags the, Chargers, got the Chargers. Ooh. You know what? I think So before you before you go on, before you um make your decision, I did hear that Pete Carroll did mention, you know, wanting to kind of air it out a little bit more. I mean, that's so what I heard that... too. You wanted to throw the ball down to DK, but I mean I mean Kirk's been one of the surprises this season i'd say you know oh, the yeah. jags gave him a bunch of money and you know in these past two weeks he's been putting up some you know solid numbers but um i'm just gonna have to go believe pete on this one i think i'm just gonna go with dk bouncing back and scoring some touchdowns um yeah let's see it <laughs> all right all right there you have it so lance is going with Carr, lenny fournette and DK Metcalf to outproduce Tua, Derrick Henry, and Christian Kirk. So that's the battle right there. All right. Um, so oh, I'll keep track, and we'll see. We'll see, <laughs> we'll how, see. Our, how your projections. Maybe are I'll going. come up with some too, and then we can keep track throughout the year and see. You know, definitely. I, I like that. It's, it's all in fun, guys. So we right. just want to, you know, make this league the best league, and and so far, I think it's it's off to a great start. Right. I mean. Uh, I, We've been we've been talking for about forty four minutes, guys, and we just winging this honestly first episode. But you know, <laughs> yeah. honestly, this is pretty cool because we came up with this idea. I know Jin came up with this idea today, um, and then I heard of an anchor app. So um, we're like recording live on our iPhones right now. So I mean, if yep. anyone wants to freaking you know guest appearance and talk about football, I mean, we can have that too. I mean, we're thinking yeah. about Wednesdays or Tuesdays nights and we can go over, you know, what's happening. But I think this is a, I mean, great start for our league so far. What do you think? Oh, yeah, for sure. This this is this is the most engaged and more, most fun league so far I think I've been in in a long time. Right. No I mean, disrespect all of us... to my, my home league and no disrespect to all the other leagues. But we all have so that far... special league, you know, that we've been in, but we've all played redraft for how long, right? And this is a little different than redraft. Well, totally different from redraft. So, I mean, it just adds so much more strategy, which is, you know, what I was looking for in starting a league. So I'm having a lot of fun. I mean, it's just so much deeper than redraft, hoping your dudes don't get hurt. And, you know, you can plan for the future. You can plan to win now. So, um, yep. we'll see how these strategies roll along um, throughout our first year. And, yeah, we'll keep this going. Yeah. Right. Well, that's that's all. Of, with all that, you know, we'll, we're going to conclude our first episode of the Winners at War podcast. So, good luck, Lance, on this week. And good luck, good to, luck you too, to all man. of you guys. And we'll see you guys next week. Yep. See you guys. All right. Shoots. Shoots, boys. <laughs>